Greetings, Guardians, and welcome to the Voices of Vanguard. Today I have with me Sully from Sully Games. Say hello, Sully. Hello, Guardians. And today we have a special Guardian guest with us today. We have Cody. Uh, I guess. Yeah, just say hi and tell the people about yourself. Uh, my name is Cody. I'm a Destiny player, of course, or else I wouldn't be here. But I'm also a streamer and a clan leader. Um, okay, go ahead and give those a shout-out. Don't be afraid. If you... Want to find me on Twitch? You can just look up Cody Fox. That's C zero D Y F zero X. Stream Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Beautiful, awesome. Uh, so we're, what we're gonna do is we're gonna get into what we've been doing in the world of Destiny. Uh, we'll talk about, I guess, the season eleven still. Uh, things that we like and don't like. Um, then we'll hit into the TWAB. And then uh, talk about Cade again, because Sully never wants to stop talking about Cade. Uh, and whether he should come back or not. Um, and I think that's it, right, Sully? Yeah, I don't think we have any questions, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think our Discord asked us anything. Which is weird, but... Um, so yeah, we usually let our guests go first. So Cody, what have you been up to? Uh, honestly, not much other than just trying to finish up the recaster. I got that done at reset on Tuesday. Now, just casually knocking out bounties and making the most of what I can so far. <laughs> okay, what's your power at right now? Uh, right now I'm 1054 base with a plus 13 on my artifacts right now so have you done the new dungeon yet yeah i've got i've only got two clears on it right now both okay. of the team been practicing solo but it's uh it's been an adventure <laughs> very nice what, what thoughts on the dungeon like it oh i love it um yeah. everything from the aesthetics to like the audio the monsters that we face in it um it's just it's a pretty great experience all around no, yeah, I completely agree with you on that. They did a fantastic job with the new dungeon. Um, anything else you've been doing? A little bit of Crucible and a whole lot of beaver error codes. <laughs> oh my god, dude, yeah, the beavers have been so bad this season. They were already bad, like, the past few seasons, but this season they've been destroying me, at least. I'm a little worried about that. For Saturday, Kane, when we're trying to do that fallless crown. Yeah, but I don't think um, kicks count as a death. But if you rejoin, you're going to be dead. Well, we just got to hope that we finish the (laughs) (laughs) the encounter. Gotta gotta pray for the beaver gods. (laughs) Before, yeah. Yeah. Gotta Uh, pray for the beaver gods. What what have you been doing, Kane? Uh, just same, same thing as you, basically, but more involved. Uh, so, like, finishing up uh, all the triumphs to get Shadow. Um, we have all the challenges done now. We just need to get the uh, Flawless and mm-hmm. a few of the Menagerie challenges done. Uh, we yeah. five-man the heroic, heroic one. That was actually pretty easy. I was yeah, worried was... that was going to be the worst one, but it was just yeah, the Ogre. Just three-man um, at some point. Yeah. And the strat that we used was basically just bubble and well. Like, bubble in the corner, well when you need... Like, a couple warlocks to well up if you need it, and then DPS, bubble and well. 
Oh, didn't we have like four warlocks? I think we had like three or four. Two titans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just bring all the health and DPS that you can bring, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's not too bad with it being mm-hmm. 7.50 now. So, like, I highly recommend people out there that are finding sure. something to do, they want to do. Try Go to get for Shadow Lisa. before you can't, right? Yeah. Well, we don't know if you can't. Once they say they're going to do something with, like, the the, uh, the collection badges and triumphs and titles and stuff, but we, we don't, don't know, know what. So, um, but... Might as well not get out now. Yeah, might as well. And it's actually been pretty fun. It has been. I'm hoping to get back into Destiny Hardcore this weekend. And so The Last of Us 2 has been taking up... You and your Last of Us affair? Uh, most of my time. It's a solid game, man. Uh, it's fine. It's definitely not as bad as what, like, people are making out to say. I think there's just a lot of people, like, review bombing it. Oh um, yeah, yeah. You always get like bots and shit. I don't. Uh, so, the world we live in is so fucking weird, man. It's, so, but first one's definitely better, but it's, it's fine. Like, I haven't had any issues with it. Uh, I'm pretty much done with it. I'm getting close to the ending, so we'll see if the ending kind of changes that. But been okay with that that's most of my time so hoping to, as i said get back into destiny 2 this weekend kind of getting back into doing some raids and grinding out some titles so you have any titles you're uh, chasing cody um patiently patiently waiting for every third curse week for chronicler yep. i'm okay. so close i've got two more weeks well, okay, what? two more lore tabs for truth to power and then i've got chronicler so what, like uh, six of... more weeks, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Luckily that's not going away, so you're not necessarily like super rushed to get that. Do you have any other like titles that you're chasing or I've kinda got uh like all the raid titles are just in the back of my head. Um Shadow I'm not too far away from. Okay. I need challenges, flawless, and I what? think just the Flawless menagerie bosses. But, okay, uh, honestly, the challenges for uh, Crown are actually pretty easy, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. So, and I it's see just that one of those ones. We actually I asked you. I'm assuming by the look of uh, your webcam, you be, you're going to be playing on PC for Destiny. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're going to have to link up and get you added on Steam for sure, since both of us we play on Destiny on PC. So. If you're looking to do some, okay. If you're looking to do some challenges or need help with some of the challenges, let us know. Because crown, as I said, pretty simple. Hmm. Like you get a team that knows what they're doing a little bit. Yeah, that helps a lot. Yeah, (laughs) like yeah, it's they're actually pretty simple. But it's a fun one. I like it. Yeah, it's probably my favorite raid in D two. To be honest, just on how hectic it can get. Last Wish is the best raid, but Crown's my favorite. Right. Uh, so yeah, speaking of raids and stuff, um, we usually ask our guests this, but uh, what's your favorite raid in D two? And if you played it D one, so I didn't start playing Destiny until 
about a month after Forsaken, I got drawn okay. in from all the like really good advertising that they had right around that time. Yeah. Uh, and it took me probably that was around November or so. It took me until Season of the Drifter, I think, to finally actually like branch away from being solo. And my first raid, I wanted to go like in chronological order, so I started with Leviathan. Yep. And I've been pretty biased to it. It was my first raid. <laughs> it has that little special place in my heart. So Leviathan is my favorite on like a nostalgia base. Um, okay. But of course, Last Wish is just an amazingly difficult, fun time. So I I can't wait to you to be able to play some of the old D one raids because if you like really like Last Wish, Last Wish is like the best raid to compare to what we're gonna be seeing from like D one raids like VOG and like King's Fall and uh, Wrath of the Machine would probably be like one, two, and three for like so in terms actually, of raids. I did go back and play oh. all of the D1 raids. Nice. Uh, a little and, there. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was near the end of the season of Dawn when it was like kind of slow. We didn't really have much going on. I was like, I'm going to do that. Because I got the game around the end of season of Opulence when it got slow. I was like, I went on Amazon and was like, okay, screw it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy Destiny 1, the full collection. Let's go for it. Mm-hmm. Let's try okay. out all this previous content that everyone talked about so of course my big thing was doing the raids out of d1 i've gotta say wrath was definitely my favorite um okay i've actually seen a few people say that and i actually did really enjoy wrath wrath had a really cool like boss mechanic and like some of like the encounters were just very like different like we never saw those in the past Mm. previous raids so that's a good pick most people do like to say King's Fall, but my favorite's VOG. I think I probably would have liked King's Fall more if uh, I hadn't been just kind of dragged through it. My first experience with King's Fall was the 390 version, and I was at like 375. <laughs> it was immediately after we went in and did a Wrath Clear, and I got dragged through Wrath at like 340 light, and... Luckily, that got me high enough to put in some effort in King's Fall, but I was I was just hiding, popping out, <laughs> shooting with my Jade Rabbit every five seconds. There you go. <laughs> mm. Hey, got him done. At least you got to experience him. We actually have a lot of our clan mates who have never played D1 or have never done any of the raids in D1, so I'm really excited yeah. when we start to see some of these old D1 raids come to D2. Absolutely. People to experience that for the first time with them. Uh, Alright, so let's move on into Season 11 talk. Um, okay. I don't know what to say other than, like, I like the weekly uh, missions, but, like, that's kind of about all there really is to do, is the weekly missions. Mm-hmm. There hasn't really been a whole lot else. I guess the dungeon, but, like, I've run that dungeon a few times now, and so... I'm trying. I'm not. I'm trying to not just chase power. I'm trying to <laughs> play other stuff before the main, like the big drop happens. So, like for me personally, it's been a it's been a fine season. It's, it gives me a reason to hop in once a week or two. Um, yeah, it's easy to I think hop in compared to last season. 
yeah, and then go and do something else. Um, yeah. There's more interesting things to do than last season, obviously. <laughs> um, Wait, yeah, go no. ahead, uh, Sully. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, so far, man, I was like, felt like this was probably a good time to kind of talk about, like, uh, season 11. But yeah, I kind of agree with you. I think they did a great job uh, just kind of keeping things, like, to a point to where, like, there's always something to, like, little bit to do, but it wasn't, like, no life it type moment. Yeah, it's um, more interesting stuff than last season, because yeah. last season it was just, like, grind up your bunkers, and that's mm-hmm. basically it, and then Trials. Uh, yeah, Trials. That was it. Um, Yeah, the new dungeon, which we said was a huge surprise when they announced that. I need to get um, to the point where I can solo that thing. Yeah, that's what my plan is. I'm just One of these to, weekends. I'm just grinding up the uh, last wish to get the uh, Taken Barrier mods, and mm-hmm. then I'll be good. Um, I really like the engram that they introduced in Season 11. I thought they did a really good job with that. Yep. Um, so hopefully they continue to use that later on. Like, Season, like, probably 13 and 14. I don't know what they'll do next season, since next season's going to be tied to the expansion. Um, so far, the one thing I don't really like, it's really tough and kind of a pain to get the, uh, the currency this season, unless you're just doing bounty after bounty after bounty, which I think we can all agree that we're kind of just burnt out on doing bounties since (laughs) that's basically been the main content for like the past two seasons um, yeah. but I mean like that's probably my only complaint for this season I felt they have done a good job so far um I feel like there's actually like the seasons about the current story that they introduced with Sabathun uh and not the almighty and everybody was focused on the pyramid ships instead so Cody do you have anything I mean, so far, so good. It's, I'm pretty, like, I'm in a neutral stance for it right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last season, I went extremely hard for the first three weeks. And I was season rank 100 um, before the third reset. So I really burnt myself out on everything last season. And I do kind of feel that things are a little bit similar in the whole grand aspect. We're farming bounties, we're going to a seasonal vendor, and unlocking weapons, mods, and armor from that vendor. But I do think, so far this season, they've been able to keep it a little bit more engaging. We've got the Mm -hmm. weekly story, we've got that uh, interference mission with Eris... And it's really, it's engaged. It's a little bit more personal than just going and clearing out a bunker and getting a vague story from Anna every time we do it. Uh, yeah. I actually feel so. like there's a story, not just clearing bunkers and hope and reading dialogue and stuff like that. Yeah. So. And I am a huge fan of the Umbral Ingrams for the mm-hmm. way that they did that. Um the armor focusing is a pretty neat feature. I like no, I that agree. you can kind of section off the weapons, too. Like, yeah. 
You can get the one for the Cold Denial and Falling Guillotine, which are both incredible weapons this season. Yeah, they did a really good job with the weapons. Especially the swords. I'm really partial to them. (laughs) Yeah, the swords have been great this season. Uh, Especially with all the new mods they introduced. I I think one thing they haven't slept on are are mods, because every season we always say that the mods they introduced were really good. Um, and invites like new builds that haven't been done before. Um, everyone's going after swords right now, but also there's like secretly like sidearms are really good now with the new mods. Mm-hmm. Um, rocket launchers are making a comeback. Yep. Uh, so it's just really cool to see them mess around with the mod system. And I'm looking forward to see what they do in the next uh, expansion. Same. I'm excited to see what they do with the weapons because I think with what we got in this season, like I think they've done a fairly good job with like the weapons, even like in terms of like exotics too. Even like the last two exotics have felt like exotic weapons. Yeah, the Wither Horde. Um, What's your rating on Wither Horde, Cody? <laughs> Wither Horde is. I don't know, man. It's something else. That first week where it was just absolutely broken on bosses was insane. <laughs> um, I'm super glad they fixed that as quick as they did. Did you ever but, bring yeah, that into Crucible or no? No. No? I, oh, I, my God, dude. The first it week. It was such a fun. No. <laughs> it was the so first fun. week I went in and I was getting killed by left and right. I was like, I am not going to bring the same energy. <laughs> like, it was I'm just going to sit here and work on my Vigilance Wing Catalyst because that's, that's another weapon that on. is broken this season. That's what I'm working on right now, too. Yeah, we went into a game, I think either that first night or second night, and it was literally 12 Guardians running with a board. And it was like when you're like as a kid and you're playing the, like the game of like the floor is lava, <laughs> that was the entire Crucible. I mean, like everywhere there was just like the wither horde shots and like you had no clue if it was your own team or the opponents because like it was <laughs> every it was it was hectic but it was a lot of fun yeah i like so. that it's got a very distinct sound every time mm-hmm. i hear that little like yep. malevolent pop and then it's got like a little bit of a howl to it i'm like okay i'm running that way yeah. as fast as i can <laughs> and i'm not standing in one spot for an extended amount of time yeah mm-hmm. i actually kind of think it is like fairly balanced like now since it's not like broken with bosses but like in crucible like it's good but it's not like as long as it's not like a 12 stack of people running it it's not broken um i feel like it does really good job in pve but once again it's not just completely broken in pve so i do think that exotic's actually like fairly balanced and it actually feels like an exotic which is something like we haven't really felt in a while other than like when they introduced like here apparent like i felt like that gun was very exotic um but like all the other ones that they've introduced like doubles ruin i was just kind of yeah. yeah yeah like have just been kind of like eh, they're just kind of there but i'm really excited to see on what we're going to be seeing with beyond light with like new exotics and some of the weapons, because, yeah, this season they've actually done a fantastic job with the weapons. Yeah, I think this season they're more all, like, what, high impact? Um, mm-hmm. They're slower rate of fire, but they're higher damage. Yep. But um, they feel really good to use. They feel yeah. like they actually do hit harder. Yeah, um, which has been nice. Yeah. 
Um, so let's head into the TWAB this week. Uh, have you guys had a look at it yet? Yep. Yep. Alright, so this week uh, we start off with um, them addressing the issue in uh, the Destiny Streamerverse. Um, I mean, it's everywhere now. Yeah, it started off, like, for me, seeing it, it started off in Destiny, but I don't know if that's when it, it started. It did? Uh, it, it did. Okay. It started with the Destiny community, and then it just kind of has gone all over the place from just streamers in general, Mixer, to now, uh, I don't know if you happen to see Assassin's Creed, Valhalla. No. Yeah, their lead director is involved with some stuff, too. No, oh my god. Mm -hmm. That sucks. Let's not mess up the Viking game, please. (laughs) Luckily, at this point, I think that game is probably done. Oh, yeah. It's just probably just making sure everything runs pretty. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, we're, so I'm reading from the TWAB. So we're going to talk about the incredibly important conversation that's taken place online and the events that led to it. Uh, many courageous women have come forward with the stories of harassment and abuse, and there has been a lot of pain laid bare in story after story by the survivors. Some of us have not experienced this pain for Sam, can't truly understand it, yet there are many people in our community feeling empathy, sadness, anger, confronted with the truly awful harassment and abuse that so many of our friends have had to endure. Sadly, this wasn't isolated to our corner of the world and has also affected men and non-binary folks as well. In the days that followed the initial revelations, we witnessed more people who have been similarly affected coming forward. There is a bigger issue that the entire gaming industry needs to face. Together, we can take action to make the spaces we share better for everyone. Amidst all this heartache, it has been inspiring to see these stories met with a wave of love, belief, and support that is turning into momentum for change. Uh, thank you for reaffirming that, though every community has problems, ours doesn't shy away from confronting them and banging together to overcome them. Uh, they have reaffirmed their commitment to enforce the standards of their code of conduct on the platforms and channels they control. Uh, They're currently working on other ways to help combat toxicity and abuse in the gaming community. Uh, It's going to take time, but we pledge your support and make things better. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, like, when I read this, when it was starting to break, like, I was just in disbelief. Like, um, I'll just say the ones that I know that were... Uh, being shitty, and it was like say no to rage, uh, Lono. Like I couldn't believe that when I read that, and I just had to stop following and stop supporting him. Um, I was absolutely caught off guard by his. Yeah, I had literally retweeted something that he had said earlier in that day, and I was like, Lono is a treasure to this community. And then not even Man. four hours later, that story broke, and I was like, What? God damn it! Yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's how I kind of was too. I was like, "Wow, really?" Um, but I mean, guys, like, you really just never know. Um, yeah. What's going on? And it's just kind of like, honestly, like, how hard is it to be like, just be a good human being? Like, <laughs> like, how hard is it to do that? Like, I mean, because mm-hmm. reading some of these stories, not I'm not gonna like name like some of like, I guess. 
the predators through this. Um, <laughs> but like, I mean, some of them were just like horrible. And I'm just like, really? And it just kind of like was like really like it's really shitty that this happened. But it was like, thank God, honestly, for like COVID nineteen because like this weekend would have been GCX. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. that would have just been like. I was just like, man, like, like, how hard is it just go someplace, hang out with some friends, and just that it, like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, yeah, I know, yeah, like, and it's always funny because like people always want to take like a shot like at female like streamers like, yeah, oh, they have like yep. the easy button, and it's just like mm-hmm. always like, come on, like, there's a lot of stuff that happens probably like behind the content that most people don't realize or know about it it's kind of really awesome to see some of these women like speak out on some of these like tragedies and like kind of show light on what like female content creators like go through on like a daily or if it's like um at conventions like i've seen so many like female content creators who are like tremendous say you know they just feel they don't feel safe when they go to I think like, there was like um, and it's like come on like, I can't remember can't if, if this happened actually yeah like some people have been escorted away because female uh, streamers or just people that were there that were female felt uncomfortable so like GCX security mm-hmm. took care of that um, yeah that was really cool um, I will say though that like this also branched out into like other things as well like um, like I follow wrestling and there was like a bunch of stuff about female wrestlers that have come out over over the past week as well and it's been really nice to like hear them come out and be strong about it so i'm also a pretty big wrestling fan and have had my heart absolutely broken by some of the stuff in that community as well yeah yeah it's that's the thing it's in every community unfortunately and it's something that shouldn't be there like whatsoever like as i said earlier like how hard is it to be just a nice person like like come on all right all right let's head into uh the video game talk then uh so iron banner coming back i know we all missed it um (laughs) there was a while there where like it felt like it was always here like a week honestly yeah yeah it seems like it's been forever since we've had iron banner to be yeah, honest. It has, actually. <laughs> um, I played so the first week of it last season, and yeah. then... Same. I got a... my three... Just get your armor, uh, and that was yep. it. Yep. I got my uh, my bow. Was it last season? Was the yeah, bow? I think so, the bow. Yep. Yeah. yep, I got my bow, and I got the quest line done on all three characters. I never touched it after. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> um... This season? We'll see. Uh, so... Da, 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 da. Iron Banner and Bonus Valor begins 10 a.m. Pacific on June 30th, uh, and then ends July 7th. Uh, the event will look will work similar to the last season with a few rewards. We'll be adding two reprised weapons and curating the weapon reward pool down to eight. So we're getting the Forward Path and the Fool's Remedy, an auto and a side arm. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, new weapons, I guess. Yay! Looks like an origin story and a dissonance thirty four. Yeah, I I couldn't tell what these are originally, but 
they said it was reprised. Um, yeah. And then also we're going to have reissues uh, with Season of Arrival, Max Infusion Caps, so Shining Sphere, Swarm of the Raven, Talons of the Eagle, Bite of the Fox, Orings Mall, Criminal's Dagger. Um, I've mentioned this in the previous podcast, but like, man, why can't they just make the older stuff like have the power cap or a way to like bring those perks over into the new guns? Mm-hmm. And this is still making me wondering why they can't do that. Because um, these are going to be the exact same weapons. That's what I've noticed. It feels to me like they're just taking all of the weapons that we were using and loving for the past couple of seasons, just smacking a season rival badge up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what they did in D1-2, and it was a mistake, so... Yeah, like I said, I I think they should have just been able to just uh, take your previous weapons and infuse it into the new one for, like, I don't know, a thousand glimmer or something. Just to have it be the same. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'll go down that rabbit hole again if I keep talking about it. Uh, so the Ford Path and Fool's Remedy will also be updated with two additional perks. Uh, specific to Iron Banner weapons, we're going to have Iron Grip, which improves this weapon stability at the cost of reload speed. And Iron Gaze, that improves weapon target acquisition at the cost of stability. Hmm. Um... So what do you guys think about those? I feel like these are going to be better used on console than PC. But yeah, the stability Probably. one, I don't think we've got to worry about on PC, especially for mouse and keyboard, for sure. The Iron Gaze, though, uh, I mean, that's to me, it sounds like it's probably going to feel like a cheat because <laughs> we're getting better target acquisition at the cost of stability. I mean... I don't mind to lose a little bit of stability for some better target acquisition, honestly. Yeah, I want to kind of mess around with these, but I'm going to have to agree with Cody on that one. Let's see on how these feel. Yeah, the target acquisition might be pretty good, but Iron Grip sounds like it. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, it sounds more like for controller use, I think. Yeah. Uh, so they showed off the uh, see, uh, the Iron Banner weapon set, uh, reprise of the Iron Friendship set, uh, Fellowship set, uh, with a new shader as well as a new emblem for the season. Uh, what do you guys think of the new shader on this armor? I mean, it looks good on the Warlock. I'm kind of, I'm a little bit iffy on it. Uh, last season, I had like an orange and blue aesthetic going. <laughs> you had a Vanguard and, aesthetic going. Yeah, the Vanguard shader for last season. I was really partial to that. But, uh... I mean... I kind of like it. I kind of dig it. It's a little bit darker. I probably won't throw it on anything, because my whole, like, theme right now is red and white. So... Perfect timing for that, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) All you need is a little blue. Um, Yeah, I think it looks good. Um, Probably just going to grind up these sets and then... Not play Iron Banner after that, but the uh, the, sh- the emblem looks pretty cool too. I'm a fan of that emblem. I, I don't know it's why. One of the smoothest ones that I've seen from Iron Banner in a while. Uh, mm-hmm. It's really like, it's like... polished out. What is that symbol yeah. supposed to be? Is that a sword? I think it's a uh, wolf. Yeah, it looks like a wolf. It looks like a wolf. Yeah, 
Wolf? I guess it would be, because that's what Iron profile. Banner is all about, is wolves. But, like, it doesn't, like, that needs to have better detail, I think. <laughs> it looks like a sword someone's chopping, and it's like the... Like the yeah, but, trail. like, maybe it's kind of like both. But it's definitely a wolf, now that, I, now that you said that. I can I, see it. Yeah. <laughs> but it just needs to be, like, a little bit more, like, detailed, I think. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, so skill-based matchmaking is going to be disabled in Iron Banner this season. Uh, Cody, how do you feel about the skill-based stuff being taken away? So, as somebody who's, like, teetering on the edge of being a slightly above-average PvP player, I'm the kind of guy that can get to 4,500 in Legend, or 4,500 in Glory Rank, but can't quite hit Legend. So, like, I'm not terrible, but I'm not good. Like, like kind of right there in between. Skill-based matchmaking in the quick play playlists was saving my life. <laughs> I was having the best matchups of my life in just quick play. Now, I can either, like, there's no balance. I'm not consistently good now. It's like every other match, I'll either slay out or I'll get slayed on. Like, mm-hmm. there's no, no real in between. It just either I'm slaughtered or I'm slaughtering. And while I don't really mind that for myself personally, I can see maybe for some newer players coming in, uh, who get pinned up against these six stacks of, like, all unbrokens, it might be a little discouraging. But overall, I feel like, taking skill-based matchmaking out of the, like, main quick-play playlists was the right move. Alright. And especially in Iron Banner. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on, we got the Be Heard uh, pin. Sets up for pre-order now. You can go over there and purchase. Actually, uh, I need to pick this up. All profits from the sales of the Be Heard collectible pin and emblem will benefit the Equal Justice Initiative. All pre-orders will include the Be Heard emblem. That will be emailed within 24 hours of your order. Um, what I did is I went ahead and I ordered the pin, but I'm not getting the pin. I gave that to uh, JD, and I just took the emblem. Okay. Um, How much was it? Uh, it's $15. Oh, jeez, yeah. Yeah, I know. easy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I believe I'll probably be doing a giveaway for the pin and the emblem. Uh, okay. But nice. definitely, definitely showing some support to the cause. Yeah, My Twitter sure. handle's got Black Lives Matter in it, so. Nice. That's actually one of the really good things I love about Bungie is they are very, like, involved when it comes to, like, stuff like this, as we saw, like, with their opening posts, with all the stuff that's going on with female content creators, you know, the Black Lives Movement, like, if there's, like, any type of, like, natural disaster, like, they're always, like, on top of their game, trying to do what's best for the world and try to help out, so. Absolutely. It's one of the reasons why I'm, like, sticking with Bungie, like, that's why I like them so much. Mm-hmm. Um... If it was any other company that made Destiny and had some of the issues that Destiny has had throughout its career, <laughs> I don't think that they would have had as loyal of a fan base. But yeah. Bungie just... There's an amazing crew over there. These guys are doing an amazing job of like working through, listening. They got the best community award um, 
at whatever award show last year, and they totally deserved it. Like, it's just, stuff like this just reinforces and drives that home. Like, it's a really good thing, what they do and the support that they show. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Agree. Uh, So next up we have Twitch Prime. So they're rolling out another month of uh, Twitch Prime rewards. If you are uh, Amazon Prime or Twitch Prime uh, member, you can get your rewards from Amanda Holiday in the tower. Uh, so she's giving away the Cerebral Mind, Explosion, Burnout, uh, Plasma Shell, and the uh, Stellar Pavements. The only one I don't have is Cere- Cerebral-, Cerebral Explosion uh, emote. <laughs> Um, so I'll be no, grabbing this. Yeah, no, I do. Uh, yeah, it looks like that was probably the only one I was missing, too. I don't mm-hmm. know if I've got that ship, though. I know I had the Burnout Sparrow, though. I had that, like, yeah. as soon That's as it dropped. That's probably my favorite Sparrow, to be honest. Makes really me like feel like Ghost Rider. One. Yep. It's exactly every time I think. Uh, so let's head on into the... Uh, the player support team and the issues that they are seeing and fixes that are being rolled out. Okay. Uh, so for GCX emblems, players who have donated to St. Jude through GCX stream will receive their emblem later this season and will be notified in a separate email. Um, then we got the Prophecy Dungeon. So due to an exploit, we have disabled the final checkpoint at the Prophecy Dungeon final room, which occurs after the boss has been defeated. Uh, players who had a checkpoint in the final room will have their checkpoint removed. So there must have been a checkpoint when you finally get to the end where um, uh, the emissary is. That's got to be what this is, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I believe that's the case. I didn't get to hear too much about it because I know they were quick to respond to it from what I've seen. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I saw that there was like an exploit where people could just load in and get loot constantly. Mm. Um, so yeah, they resolved that, I guess. <laughs> Uh, they resolved issues on uh, June 23rd, released a hot fix to players. Uh, gear could drop at 750 power instead of the player's actual power. The upgrade... Okay, a few times. Yep, same here. Mostly Gambit. Uh, upgrade yep. gift ranks triumph wasn't tracking gift ranks uh, purchased at the recaster. Uh, the Prophecy Dungeon solo triumph wasn't unlocking for players solo. The Prophecy Dungeon... Uh, console players were experiencing the blacked out emblems, invisible ships, and power level of zero in orbit. Uh, the almost mighty exotic ghost shell and the saint uh, vocation exotic ship were appearing invisible. And Tommy's matchbook catalyst quests have been removed from players' inventories. Uh, following this is the current known issues that they're investigating. So players who have pre- <laughs> previously completed the Tommy's matchbook catalyst quest are given the quest again. Uh, that's what I have. I'm not picking that Same. up. Same. I'm hoping that'll just go away. I'm not picking it up. I don't um, know if I should delete it or just redo it again. <laughs> oh my god, dude. <laughs> I just I grabbed it and abandoned it. I was yeah, like, that's it. I've got the catalyst done. Yeah. Yes. Uh, characters are unable to pick up the means to an end quest from the recaster. Um, Masterwork Trainee Ghoul Exotic Bow is not tracking enemies using Chain Lightning. Uh, Jade Rabbit's Fate of All Fools, which we talked about the Jade Rabbit earlier, um, is no longer activating. Hmm. So, that's great. Uh, the Rival Warlock Shell from the Guardian Games does not show ghost projections. 
Uh, players may freeze when respawning in Gambit. I don't know if you guys have played Gambit recently, but I'm having this issue all the time. Every I, respawn. Nope. I, I don't have to play Gambit this season, so I am happy. <laughs> I got my Dredgen title, and... But you, but you didn't do your seasonal uh, quest yet. Oh, I, was... <laughs> <sighs> I, I did my matches in Gambit last week for the weekly quest progress for the mm-hmm. darkness uh, things that we get. Mm-hmm. And I was constantly getting beavered anytime I tried to join normal Gambit. <sighs> yeah. And was forced to do Gambit Prime. It was really unfortunate. But. I what was the other thing done. you could do? I think it was Escalation Protocols? Yeah, it yeah. just took forever. Yeah, that's what I did instead, because I didn't want to do Gambit. Um, and also, players who purchase the Be Heard collectible pin receive an emblem code that says Contact Merchant for License. Uh, I had that. If you had that, just check your um, your PDF again for the uh, code. It'll be, um, it'll be there. Uh, so we got the movies of the week. I haven't seen any of these. Sully, have you seen them? I have not. Cody? Seen. Uh, nope. Uh, okay. I have not caught those. Usually, sometimes um, Sully watches one and then like tells me to watch it. So. <laughs> Just seeing if it's anybody I know. Nope. Nobody I know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really get to like pay t- too much of attention with Twab. So we started this. For the final part, uh, paragraphs we have is uh, they also want to remind us uh, that they're proud of us as a community. Last week they saw truly inspiring triumphs to talk about. Donated over eight hundred thousand dollars during the four-hour block for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Donors went Which on insane to raise more than six million dollars for the entire marathon. Uh, yeah, they hit their like their their goals within like an hour maybe like all of their goals it's yeah, crazy Bungie's yeah. block destroyed it they did then Lupo Lupo had a good block too mm-hmm. but his went on for I think he had like a 6 hour 7 hour block Jesus yeah, cause he extended every hour for every 250,000 that he got really yeah so. damn yeah he got like 900 and high 900s it was I think just shy of a million yeah something like that they almost doubled what they made last. It was, I think, mm-hmm. around three point eight million was what they brought in last yeah, year. Yeah, I was thinking yeah, it was around four, but I couldn't remember exactly. But like, that's what's like so crazy. Like I was telling my roommate about this. I was like, they literally just raised six million dollars for St. Jude's. You literally have COVID nineteen going on. You have just so much like. Other things, you have the Black Lives Movement, and then you have all of, like, the sexual harassment stuff going on. And, like, there's still this, like, nice light to see of just, like, on what the world can do for good. Like, what the GCX community has done. Like, the raise $6 million this year is, like, insane. Yeah. Like, I think they're over, like, $12 million dollars. And their like entire course, like in the four years, so. I love the GCX St. Jude's um, charity donations, everything. Uh, I know people. Have you ever, have you ever been to Guardian Con? 
I haven't. This was going to be my first year. I was super excited for it. And, uh, of course, COVID-19. Yeah, you would have had a blast, dude. I've been, this would have been my fourth year. And last year was insane. Like, it was, last year was like the first year. Like, it felt like a convention. Mm -hmm. Like, so hopefully, uh, we can meet up next year. Um, Matt GCX, man. I think you would have a blast. Oh, yeah. I definitely, hopefully we don't have any more um, pandemics going on. That would be fantastic. Hopefully not. I would like to have a summer and vacations and definitely GCX for sure. So our question of the week this week is... Uh, should I Bung- about that. <laughs> so Bungie bring back Cade 6. Um... I think we've talked about it on the show before, but I've always said no. They they need to have like actual stakes in their game, and leaving K dead like proves that there's something at risk here. Like they can take gambles. Um, I don't know, uh, Cody. What's your thought? So, I'm a lore nerd, straight up. <laughs> Won't deny it at all. Uh, the Cade Six situation is something I'm actually like really passionate about. Because as somebody who got drawn into Destiny from watching the Forsaken campaign ads, Cade was, like, one of the first characters that really, like, locked with So I love Cade. But I want Cade to stay dead, for the love of God. Stay dead, because next season, our raid is in the Deepstone Crypt. Right. And for those that don't know, that's where Exos originated. So mm-hmm. there's some really huge implications there. And a lot of people have speculated, hey, maybe we get Cade back because we're going there. But I don't want to see that. I want Aldrin, when he finally comes out of hiding, to be important. That won't happen if Cade comes back to life. Cade stays dead. Aldrin gets importance. We have something cool to go there. But what I would like to see is something from Cade's past resets. Mm-hmm. Uh, as some kind of contributor to the raid. Like, I want to go in the first encounter, your fire team finds, like, a memory fragment or something like that. Yeah, like voice logs or something. Yeah. And tells you some kind of hint, mechanics. He was, um, he always had stashes everywhere, right? Like, that was his thing. He would stash stuff so he wouldn't forget it. Or if he forgot, he could have a map go back to it. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if there was a bunch of Cade stashes in uh, Deepstone Crypt, or just on Europa in general, really. Mm-hmm. Um, that'd be pretty cool. Sully, what do you have planned? Uh, yeah, I hope he stays dead as well. I think it makes Forsaken that much better, if as long as like he never comes back. Um, it's also nice to kind of see... like. We get, like, an emotional attachment with, like, some of these characters, and I think it kind of, like, makes it, like, more meaningful when they, like, die. And, like, so, like, if they just, like, oh, like, you're 8-6 back, like, the next time a significant character, like, passes away, and it's just, like, well, who knows, by next expansion they might come back. Space magic. Alive. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I agree with you guys. I do think, like, he'll have some type of, like, little impact 
like either an Easter egg stashes or like maybe like there's like some type of like flashback cutscene in Kate Six is in there. But in terms of like coming back and being like the Hunter Vanguard, because I agree, I want Aldrin to be the Hunter Vanguard. Um, I think that would make a lot of great uh, character development story if they introduce Aldrin to us. But yeah, what Kate? This they did. Yeah, so give us your answer in either the uh, YouTube channel video, or you could leave it on charshot.com under the post itself, or you could just uh, tweet at us. Uh, we'll give our Twitter handles at the end. Uh, Cody, if people want to find you, how do they find you? You can find me on Twitch and Twitter, both of those at Cody Fox, all caps. Replace the O's with zeros. C0DYF0X. And Sully? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and now Facebook at Sully Games. I saw you post. I was just like scrolling through my Facebook. I'm like, wait, Sully? <laughs> um, but yeah, you can also find me on Twitter, C Street Thomas. Um, our website, charshot.com, for audio video rent content. Uh, we do a wrestling show every week, and we also do uh, just general video game show every week. Uh, you can follow me here at Game Play Stuff. That's where we stream the shows. Um, Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern is when the video game show goes live. And you can f- subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, anywhere you can get podcasts, leave a review, a rating, anything really. And you can email me, thomas.charshot.com. So until then, Guardians, eyes down. <laughs>